Hi, I'm Travis Foray, and this is the Returns Management Podcast by Return Logic, the show where we connect e-commerce store owners together through casual discussion and examine current myths and trends to keep you up to date on everything happening in the e-commerce world. On today's episode, we're talking all about the holiday returns period, including 10 tips that you can use to take your returns experience to the next level. My name is Travis Foray, and I'm a product marketing specialist here at Return Logic. And today, I'm joined by none other than David Gonzalez, senior growth marketer here at Return Logic. So without further ado, let's get this show started. Hey, Travis, before we dive into tips to help our listeners thrive during the holidays, let's talk about why being prepared matters. You ever have that dream, I guess nightmare, you're in school, you have a huge test, you realize you haven't studied at all, and now you're just walking into this exam knowing you're absolutely going to wing it? Well, David, I think our listeners are here for some e-commerce tips and not dream analysis, but go on. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like that dread and anxiety you feel. Then all of a sudden you wake up and remember you graduated five years ago. You don't have any homework. There's this wave of ease and calm that comes over you. It's amazing. Did you just say you graduated five years ago? All right. Well, I wasn't a math major. But anyways, what I'm getting at is that same feeling applies to returns. If you don't prepare and take steps to make sure the holidays go smoothly, you're going to wind up feeling like a college kid walking in their final exam after never cracking a book. That's an interesting analogy. But as an e-commerce merchant, why is it so important to prepare for the holidays? Good question. So during the holidays, online purchases are returned at double the rate of in-store purchases. You have a lot of first-time buyers. You have a lot of gifts. And that means all in all, about one out of every eight sales ends up as a return during the holidays. And only 10% of those returns make it back on the shelves. Wow, yeah, that's a pretty low percentage there, David. And that's not to mention that returns are also expensive. You know, when you factor in things like labor, transportation, warehouse costs, etc., the cost of returns are actually projected to go up by 7 to 10% this holiday season. So if you're not prepared, returns can turn holiday cheer into holiday woes. Holiday cheer and the holiday woes. That sounds like the plot from the Grinch, but I guess our listeners are pretty lucky to, to have us here to prepare them, huh, Travis? Yeah, you know, I guess they are pretty lucky, but aren't we the lucky ones for having such great listeners? Yes, yes, we are. Uh, so let's stop, stop wasting their time and get into the 10 tips they can use to dominate returns during the holiday season. You know, that sounds like an excellent plan to me. And of course, the first thing we need to do is start off by reviewing our return policies so we know what policies currently exist. And that leads us to tip number one, which is to review your return policy early. And I mean, like right now. That's right, Travis. Return policies aren't something you set and forget. They should be dynamic and shaped based off feedback from your team and from your shoppers. For the holidays in particular, shoppers need time. They could be out of town. They could be busy visiting family. Whatever the case is, giving shoppers time to return their items helps with retention and increases customer lifetime value. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, I know on previous episodes of this show, we've talked about just how important calculating customer lifetime value is and why returns need to be considered when doing that. So for your return policy, 30 days is okay, but 60 days may be better. And that's not to mention that you want to space things out for your customer support and warehouse team so they aren't dealing with a ton of returns in a short amount of time. Yeah, we definitely brought up making returns easier on your team a handful of times, but uh, let's hop into tip number two, which is updating your website. Yeah, updating your website is super important and specifically updating your website to include your holiday return policies because your return policies actually help with conversions. In fact, eight out of 10 shoppers review a return policy before buying. So including your return policy on like your homepage and not buried away in your help center will actually help increase sales. Exactly. And and similarly, including your return policies on product description pages might just be the difference between a shopper buying from you or from your competitor. So Travis, once we've updated our website, what's the next tip? Yeah, so now that we've updated the website to include our holiday return policies in the appropriate places, we can now move to tip number three, which is to optimize your ad campaigns. Oh, that's a good one. Definitely an important tip. You'll hear us say all the time, returns help you promote sales that stick. Well, the question is how? And the answer is with returns data. It's important to take a look at what products are coming back and why. For your ad campaigns, you can turn down ad spend for products that don't have high sales or that have really high return rates. You can reallocate those dollars to high selling products with low return rates. That way, you won't have to worry about burning through your marketing budget on products that wind up back in your warehouse. Not to mention, it gives you time to look into why shoppers are returning certain products so you can take corrective action. Yeah, that's right. Optimizing your ad campaigns is definitely going to be a huge advantage for your business and especially during the holiday season. But another important area that we need to prepare for is our tip number four, and that's making sure our inventory is ready. Right. And it's not just making sure your inventory is ready, but also making sure you have a central source of truth for your inventory. If inventory levels get out of whack, you may inadvertently oversell and you could lose a shopper to a poor experience. But what you should do is plan what products you want to promote during holiday spikes. You should also be prepared to restock return products as quickly as possible so that items can get back into circulation. Yeah, that's right, David. Being able to restock return products as quickly as possible is really going to help their chance of getting back on the shelf. And with the right returns management tools in place, you can even set inventory thresholds so shoppers can exchange for items that you don't physically have. That's a great added point there. So what's next? Well, making sure inventory is ready is only half the battle. The next tip, tip number five here, is to make sure your team is staffed and knows how to handle returns. 100%. And that's so important because the holidays are intense. You may need to bring on part-time staff or shift around workers to manage the influx of returns. But during the holiday season is not the time to train new people on how to process returns. Right now is. So thoroughly document your returns process ahead of time so that any new individuals can easily get up to speed as quickly and productively as possible. And once your staff is ready and knows what to do, Make sure your shoppers are guided as well by making sure your turn center is ready to go, which is tip number six. 
get that return center primed and ready to handle gifts. So make sure your return center has a clear call to action for people who receive gifts. Gift returns may be a little bit of a different workflow than other return types, for instance, exchanges, refunds, store credits, warranties. So make sure that shoppers know where to go to return their gift. In addition to that, once shoppers go through their gift return, make sure your return center is set up to offer them new products, whether that's exchanging for something similar or exchanging for anything in your, your catalog. Yeah, separating and clearly displaying where gift returns can be initiated is a huge advantage. It's not only convenient for the shopper, but it also makes sure that they're able to submit their return. You never want to miss out on an opportunity to create a loyal customer. That you don't, Travis. You also don't want to miss if that shopper creates a return. That's why tip number seven is so important. Set up automation in advance. So let's face it, manually emailing with shoppers, dealing with phone calls and closing support tickets can be exhausting when returns volume goes up. Having to log a return in a spreadsheet or copy and paste it into your help desk takes a long time and it causes a lot of headaches. And not to mention, it's just flat out expensive. Yeah, manually processing returns can get expensive. And that's the great thing about automation. Automation leads to savings in things like labor and time and can help your customers solve their problems faster, which actually lead them to becoming more loyal and actually buying more from you. So automation keeps your team above water and your shoppers happy. You sure do love some happy shoppers and also a happy warehouse and ops team, which is where tip number eight comes in. Get your warehouse and ops teams involved. Such an important tip. With items rolling back to your team and your warehouse, you need a way to make sure that the right items are making their way back. Meaning, your warehouse and ops team need to be able to record the dispositions of products coming back and relay that to the rest of the business. Mm -hmm. In addition, warehouse and ops teams need to know the status of each return and where each return is in order to tame that chaos. They also need to know what to do with each return. Should it be liquidated? Should it be restocked? So make sure your team knows what to do with each return so that way everybody's on the same page. That's a great point. Where do all these return products go? Make sure you can answer that question. And that's our tip number nine. Have a plan for waste. Exactly. You always need to have a plan in place for waste. So as I mentioned earlier, you have to answer these questions. Should products be liquidated, restocked? Returns leave a massive impact on the environment. So be prepared to handle the waste that comes with returns. You know, that means boxes, packaging, even discarded products. So for example, maybe you don't need customers to send back damaged products. In that case, you could prevent a large source of returns from being shipped. But consider how the different aspects will impact your business and how your choices reflect your company values. Well said, David. Not having a plan for waste can be detrimental. You wouldn't buy a house without a bathroom, right? And so that brings us to our final tip. Tip number 10. Have a plan for review. Exactly. Sales tell you what shoppers like. Returns tell you what shoppers don't like. Use that information to double down on what's working and fix what doesn't. Analyzing returns data not only helps you make corrective decisions on the fly, but it'll help you for the next return season as well. Couldn't have said it any better myself. So let's run it back one more time for the listeners. Winter is coming. I mean, returns are coming. So don't let the challenge of returns 
take away from the rush of sales, and the holiday cheer. Preparation is key for weathering the holiday tsunami of returns. However, you don't need to prepare alone. We're here to help you every step of the way. Get in touch and see how we can take your returns game to the next level before the holidays creep up. Well, that's all we have for today, folks. I want to give a special thanks to David for joining me on today's episode, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. Catch another episode, learn more at returnlogic.com, and find us on YouTube. And I'll see you back here on the Returns Management Podcast.